Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Brother Mike is back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. God bless you today. Thank you for tuning in to the program. Today's Bible study, The Miracle of Lazarus. Hey, I'm going to give you an odd but unusual look at this incredible miracle in the Gospel of John. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them, the, tell them the radio program's on, particularly somebody who has been struggling with God or is disappointed with God or feels slighted by God? That kind of a person would be perfect to listen to this program today. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center, the new one, thanks to you. And thank you for your donations. We used your donations to purchase the new center. And it is working out like the bomb. Thursday and Friday nights, two services, preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance. My teaching service for my radio listeners is Friday night at 7 o'clock. Thursday night also starts at 7 o'clock. We are seeing a wonderful acceleration in people getting physically healed in the services and people being delivered from demons during these two services. They have been fantastic, and thank you so much for your prayers. If you want to go back, if three years and get my radio programs, you can do that on soundcloud.com slash hardcore-christianity. Please remember to hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. We uh, have purchased the Healing House, and it needs a lot of renovations. If you would like to help us renovate that building, that's going to be our, quote, hotel for traveling visitors from out of state so they can come and get healed and delivered and stay a few days. We would deeply appreciate your help. Your donations and your trade skills would be fantastic. Please call the ministry line. Remember, when you're getting ready to sell your home and you want to reduce commission, you want to work with born-again Christians, great. Page one of the website, West USA Realty. The Miracle of Lazarus. Let's go through that story. It is so exciting and so remarkable. It's really, you really can't get all the incredible revelations out of this story. There's so many, they're so deep. Check it out. John chapter 11. A certain man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with Mary and Martha. Now, just to put this in perspective to you, Bethany was about, I don't know, two or three miles from Jerusalem. And it was about 18 or 19 miles to another town east of there called Bethabara. That was on the Jordan River. And that's where the great uh, prophet and history's greatest preacher, John the Baptist, was baptizing new converts. And the Bible says, quote, It was Mary which anointed the Lord's uh, feet with ointment and wiped it with her hair, her brother Lazarus was sick. His sisters sent 
messengers to Jesus. Verse 3 and 4. Quote, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Now, that's not the Greek word agape for love there. It's actually the Greek word phileo, and it means to be fond of. Telling us that Jesus was very fond of Lazarus, and they were good friends. My guess is they grew up together uh, in Lazarus, and then, of course, both took different directions in life. They were probably the best of friends when they were young, and they stayed that way during uh, Jesus' ministry. When Jesus heard the messenger tell him that he was sick, Jesus said, quote, This sickness is not to death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified. It says in the next verse, 5, Jesus loved Martha. Loved, loved meaning what? Phileo. Jesus was also very fond of Martha and her sister, Mary, and Lazarus. When he heard he was sick, he remained two years in the same place where he was. After that, he said to his disciples, quote, let's go to Judea again. When he said this, doubting Thomas pops, pops his mouth off again. He says, quote, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone you, and you're going there again. And Jesus said, are there not 12 hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbles not if he, because he sees the light of the world. Great revelation. If a man walks at night, he stumbles because there's no light in him. In my counseling practice, as you can imagine, I'm constantly working with born-again, spirit-filled Christians who are walking in darkness. They walk in the light for a little while, then they flip over to the darkness. While they're walking in the darkness, they're stumbling. Uh, they're picking up demons. They're picking up sicknesses and diseases. Their families are falling apart. They're going through divorce. They're having poverty issues. Some of them are mentally ill. Some are emotionally ill. I get every conceivable type of Christian coming to see me in my counseling practice because they're stumbling in darkness, not fully seeing the light. Again, John 11, verse 12. Then he said to his disciples, or excuse me, his disciples said to Jesus, Lord, if he sleeps, he's doing well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought he spoke of him taking a nap. Jesus said plainly, Lazarus is dead. I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. And Thomas then pipes up and says, let us go so that we may die with him. The Bible says that he heads back to Bethany. And as I mentioned earlier, if you look at the map, it's about 18 miles or thereabouts away from Jerusalem. Excuse me, Bethany. So Jesus goes from Bethabara to Bethany. And he could have made that in one day. Okay. So it says when Jesus got there, quote, he found that he had been laying in the grave for four days. When Jesus came, he found that he had been laying in the grave four days. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about 15 furloughs, which is uh, approximately two miles. A furlough is an old English term to describe the Greek word stadion, 
a stadion is approximately the length of the Roman Colosseum. And it says, quote, Many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort her concerning her brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, ran out to meet him. Mary was Mary stayed at the house mourning. Then Martha said to Jesus, quote, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know even now that whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. Now here you can imagine the massive disappointment of Martha and Mary. They had been praying for a miracle. They had asked Jehovah, they asked Yahweh to send them a miracle of healing so that Lazarus wouldn't die. But let me explain something to you, saints of God. Your prayers are heard by God, every single one of them. The Bible says that he hears every single prayer you pray. But sometimes, because of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you are able to think or ask, according to the power that works within us. The power of the Holy Spirit inside your spirit, man, is able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything you ask God for, or everything you're able to think about. The Greek word for think there is, means to comprehend. So here they're praying, Martha and Mary and a host of other people, they're begging God for a miracle. They want him healed. They want him healed before he dies. They're upset at Jesus. They're hurt. They're disappointed at him. Like many Christians are today, they're very disappointed in God because he didn't answer their prayer the way they wanted it answered, when they wanted it answered, how they wanted it answered. So the devil tricked them into becoming disappointed with God. The same thing happened to Mary and Martha. They didn't say, hello, Jesus. They didn't say, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back. It's great to see you. Nothing. The first thing she says to Jesus is to lodge a complaint. People that are disappointed by God and have disappointment toward God are constant complaint filers. They're always filing another complaint. Jesus says to Martha, your brother shall rise again. She said, oh, I know that. I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Now, what Martha was quoting there was Daniel chapter 12, where the great prophet Daniel explained about the resurrection in the end times. So she was a believer in the resurrection. Jesus then says, and this is the most important verse in the Bible and the greatest verse in the Bible. Here it is, John chapter 11, verse 25 through 26. The greatest verse in the Bible. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. He asked her if she believed that. She said, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Now, you know the rest of this story. It's powerful. Mary comes out. She files a complaint with him, just like Martha did. You see, as a born-again Christian, if you hang around people that are constantly griping and complaining, those gripes and complaints sink into your soul, and you then become a griper and a complainer. When Jesus got to the to the uh, grave site, you know the story. He yelled at Lazarus to come out, and he was resurrected from the dead. He had been dead four days. Decomposition had already set in. He stunk. 
But let, listen to the heart of the story. We are born-again Christians, and we pray a certain way. And when God hears our prayer, he says to us many times, Yes, but what you've asked me for is not enough. I want to give more. I want to do exceedingly abundantly above. And so what God does is he answers that prayer by sending the results he wants. You see, if Mary and Martha had got their prayer answered, all they would have gotten was a healing. Had Jesus come when they wanted him to, they would have only got a healing. But God wanted to give them a resurrection. Listen to me carefully, dear friend. You've got some prayers over the years that you haven't seen come to pass. You got discouraged and filed complaints about it. After you did that, that blocked the prayer. Now they're not coming. Why don't you repent of that and adopt a new attitude? John chapter 11, the story of Lazarus. God wants to give you your prayer, but he wants to give you exceedingly abundantly above. Martha and Mary, thank God, didn't get their prayer answered because had it been answered, they would have only gotten a healing when God wanted to give them a resurrection. The views expressed on the preceding program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith.